This episode of the Open Ended Podcast is sponsored by Basecamp. When you use Basecamp to run projects, people know what to do, people know where things are, and you stay on top of everything all the time. Thanks to the Chicago Podcast Cooperative for hooking up our sponsorships. You can learn more at chicagopodcastcoop.com. You can also donate at any time to patreon.com slash open-ended for monthly installments starting at $1. Again, that's patreon.com slash open-ended. This is Open-Ended Podcast. I'm Sheer Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. Let's take a few minutes to relax your body and mind. We'll begin with a few slow, deep breaths. Each time you breathe in, Breathe all the way down into your stomach. Breathe in slowly through your nose and feel your abdomen and lungs expand with air. After drawing in a long, deep breath, allow your breath to flow back out through your mouth. Just let go of each breath, and with it, release any tension or stress that you might have been holding on to. You might like to mentally repeat the word relax as you breathe out. Try this now, slowly drawing in a deep breath. Don't rush to breathe in, just gradually fill your lungs and abdomen with air. And when they are full, release that breath completely. You are beginning to feel yourself relaxing. Your breath will dissolve tension just as easily as warm water melts ice. Let your booty do that yoga. Party at the beach down in Copacabana. Sipping gilla fish. Got my black yoga pants on. Me and Brittany. We've been down in Atlanta. Sweating in the club. Call me Dirty Diana. Flexing like a yogi. Drop it down. Yeah, this is your first week on the freelancer side. Yeah, pretty much. It's like literally first day. First day. <laughs> I guess you could say. So you had your first work day. Yeah. Quote, quote unquote work day. How did it go? It went by pretty good. I mean, I still kept on my usual schedule of, you know, waking up pretty early. Um, and then what I ended up doing was I spent the morning working on my art practice and then after that, got some lunch, actually with you. Yeah, we spent <laughs> the day then, together, essentially. Yeah. And then afterwards, I went to the co-working space uh, that I go to and then worked on client stuff. 
And then after that, finish up the script, and here we are. Here we are. Yeah, so it's kind of like a regular work day, but except it's just on my own terms. So, so far, so good. Awesome. Talk to me in, like, two months. <laughs> like, I like, hate every day of my life, or <laughs> this is awesome. I don't hope it's a ladder, for sure. Right. How are you? I'm good. Um, I had a really fun-filled weekend. Last night, though, I was pretty certain my voice was blown out because... I did karaoke last night at like 10 o'clock at night, and I sang full voice to every song that was played, especially when I wasn't singing. Oh, man. And um, I sang three songs on stage. What songs? <laughs> um, I sang Valerie by Amy Winehouse. That's what I started with. Oh, started so strong. Um, then I sang Share, Believe, because Avi. Obviously. Obviously. And it was, you know, it was Pride. So I was like, yeah, I gotta, gotta see my girl. <laughs> and then I ended it. Um, I ended it singing um, "Blister in the Sun" by Violent Femmes. Which oh wow! Is, yeah, which is a really good song. If you don't know it, it's a really fun, like two minute rock, little punk rock song. Nice. So yeah, um, but yeah, I sang a lot last night, and I was afraid that like, oh, I have a podcast to record <laughs> tomorrow. I should probably, you know, drink some tea. So I drank tea all day at work, and. Um, yeah, my voice feels and sounds better, so I can talk to you without sounding like, hey, James, uh, <laughs> so we got this podcast called The Open Ended, and so like I've been smoking cigarettes for like, 50 totally, years. I totally feel you on that. Lou Rawls doing it. <laughs> well, I'm really, really excited because we actually have another guest um, back to back guests. Is, I know this is two. Times I think in a row. we're a legit podcast now. Like, yeah. I mean, Dan was pretty great, but I mean, like two. Come on, yeah, we got two. We got two. So I am like super hyped because I have been Hyphy. a big. F- <laughs> I guess um, <laughs> I've been a big fan of hers for quite some time, and I'm so happy she was able to spend some time with us. So I'd like to introduce you to our pal Lauren Ash of Black Girl and Home. How are you, Lauren? I'm great. Thank you. So excited to be here. We're excited to have you. Yeah, for sure. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so for people who are not, you know, who they, you know, they Coming have up no on idea it. who you are. Coming up on the cool tip. <laughs> I don't know who you are. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about what it is you do. Sure. So I founded Black Girl and Ohm in November, this past November, so November 2014, and uh, I've been serving as the creative director ever since then. Black Girl and Ohm essentially um, hones in on holistic wellness for women of color. And I started it um, kind of right after I completed my yoga teacher training last summer. Um, so I went through that experience and all these like visions started coming to me. <laughs> um, visions that you know, included more um, women of color guiding yoga and just guiding different wellness um, activities in general because I just didn't see that a whole lot and I wanted to see more of that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, I, um, I think a lot of the reason why I had stopped going to yoga for a long time is because there wasn't a lot of girls who looked like me, mm-hmm. not just size-wise, but, like, you know, who weren't, you know women of color right and um there was a few and it just i don't know like for me um yoga seemed i mean i'm sure it's not but it seemed kind of cluckish mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. in a way that i was like i 
I was usually just, I went by myself and I usually left by myself. I didn't really make any yoga friends. And I felt like I saw other people making friends through yoga and I wasn't, and I wasn't sure it was something that I did or wasn't doing, but I didn't really feel like, or maybe it was just the place I was going to that I didn't no, really feel welcome. So. I totally agree with that. And I think that one of the, the big things um, that people in our community say that they love and, you know, keeps them coming back is the fact that um, you really do get to engage with a community. And so that clickish thing that you said, yeah. that's totally real in okay. far too many settings. And I think that for us, as soon as you come in, um, you kind of make a friend, like immediately. We always intentionally do introductions um, and have a dialogue about a certain topic before class. And then awesome. we go through class and then people have hung out like hours after yoga is oh over because they just want to like chill and connect. And it's yeah. it's really, really nice. So definitely. And um, it's great, too, because even though I am a yoga teacher and I do love yoga and certainly Black Girl in Ohm, I was thinking was going to be predominantly yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple months after I started it, I realized that there was so much more to explore. And so we've done, you know, meditations. We've hosted goddess gatherings for the new moon. Um, probably a year ago, I wouldn't even, like, known what the new moon was. Yeah, like, <laughs> so <laughs> just what? connecting with, like, other women who do do things within the wellness world, they've taught me a lot of things that now I'm able to incorporate into Black Girl and Ohm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, what's a goddess meeting or what is that? <laughs> yeah. Like Because I, I, I think of myself as a goddess. You need to come <laughs> to the next one. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, what does that entail? Yeah. So um, it is just a, a really great opportunity to set an intention. Um, so, you know, it, it it's just a time where, you know, every, like, New Year, like New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. that's traditionally a time when we're like, all right, got to get things in my life figured out mm-hmm. before entering a new year. It kind of gives you that opportunity to do that multiple times throughout the year. That's really nice. Yeah. And so the first new moon gathering that we had um, was actually serendipitously the same day that we launched BlackGirlInOm.com, which is our online publication. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not plan that at all. I was actually, like, exhausted. <laughs> It, not gonna lie. That's always the best time <laughs> too when that stuff happens. Though it's when it's yeah. around us because it has a better impact. So. Mm-hmm. Totally. And like the great thing was too that it was actually initiated by someone in our community. So it wasn't my idea. Again, I didn't even know what it was. And I got an email from Shaka Reeves. Hi, Shaka, if you're listening, she's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "Hey, I'd love to host this." I'm like, "What is that?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, it's this, that, and the third. She explains it to me. And me, I'm a little type A. I was like, oh, "We don't have like notice. That's the day of the online publication launch. But if you want to go and take the lead and plan it, sure." So she took the lead and planned it. I will never forget. Why walked in um, to the apartment where it was hosted. There was Erica Badu playing. There was incense burning. There were crystals yes. charging in the moonlight. There was, like, all this delicious healthy food oh and, like, gosh. all these women of color. And I was like, yes. Yes. Well, <laughs> so okay. Great. So I'm going to be on the list <laughs> or, or newsletter or whatever it's going to be because that sounds awesome. Yes. I like all those things. <laughs> you are welcome to come, and James Yay. will tell you about it afterwards. Excellent. <laughs> Do you have anything in particular that you have coming up? Yes. Oh, we have a lot coming up, um, especially because it's summertime. Uh, now that the weather is starting to be nice here in Chicago, uh, I'm hoping that we can do some yoga classes outside, um, mm. like on the beach or in the park. Um, you know, it's just really nice to practice in the open air. Mm. Um, and also, just in general, to be honest, I'm excited for the fall because we oh, so are planning on like traveling around a ton and we can't say too much about it right now. 
but I will say that we're for sure going to be in D.C. in September, and mm. we're also hoping to be in New York in late August, and details will oh, come man. on all of these. I'm moving to New York in late August. Oh, yay! But, oh, man, but this, but, yeah, so let me know when you guys, well, I'm early, it's technically early September, but <laughs> I have to be in school in early September, but, yeah. um... Gosh, that sounds awesome. Yes. Hang out with us. Hang out with us. We are going to be partnering and collaborating with a lot of awesome people in those cities, too. Um, It's just so great to be a part of, you know, a a brand and a community that's gaining visibility outside of, like, our home city. Certainly, we love Chicago. Like, a huge part of our community is here. But all the time, people in other cities are like, when are you coming here? Black Girl Home New York. Black Girl Home South Africa. And I'm like, what? Okay, let's try. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible, though, that you have so much reach. I mean, like, South yeah. Africa, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, kudos Absolutely. to you, girl. Thank you. Yeah, so the big reason why we definitely want to have you on the show is because we really want to have an episode about self-care. Yes. I think we said on episode one. Yes. We, <laughs> we really enjoy talking about our feelings. So many feelings. <laughs> and this was essentially a feelings release, kind yes. of through the technology. Mm. Um, and... You know, who else to talk about feelings and self-care than you (laughs) about this? Um, So I definitely was really, really curious about um, how you personally seek self-care, whether it's through methods of technology Mm -hmm. or meditation. Yeah. So personally, yoga, I would say, is one of my top, like, friends (laughs) in terms of self-care strategies, techniques, whatever. Um, When I first got into yoga, um, probably about seven years ago, although initially it wasn't a regular practice for me, um, at first it was, I was just drawn to it for the physical benefits. You know, obviously it makes you feel good physically. It releases tension. And I was in grad school and I was just constantly stressed. So I invested in that both, you know, in terms of like time and money um, because I was like, this is cheaper than getting a massage, (laughs) so let me do this regularly. And um, I ended up taking this yoga for transformation class at my yoga studio, actually, which delved more into the spiritual um, and philosophical kind of history and background of yoga. Um, And ever since then, um, which was about four years ago, five years ago now, ever since then, I've just absolutely loved yoga, loved exploring it for myself, loved exploring it in community. Um, And I would definitely say that another um, kind of self-care practice that I really love cultivating is actually just spending time in community with really close friends of mine, mostly women of color. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like just being able to connect and be your authentic self with people, people who like know you at your best and your worst, like there is, you know, we're all human beings, we're all spiritual beings. And so to be able to connect with people, that's just like human nature and we need that. And to be able to connect in like a really authentic way again, I think for me, I went to graduate school in a place, West Lafayette, Indiana, that was not really um, conducive <laughs> to me and all that I am. And so right after that, those two years, I think that I just really even more so knew the importance of like community and like a really core group of, you know, awesome women that hold me down in various ways um, and lift me up as well. Um And I think lately my focus has been shifting slowly but surely (laughs) back to, like, what I eat and how that impacts my mood, how that um, impacts – 
just like how I feel as well. Um, it's really easy to kind of like just go for what's convenient or what for what's cheap. And I think that, you know, I don't necessarily think that I'll ever limit myself to like one title like vegan or vegetarian, although I have in the past. Um, but to eat just generally better and to think about how it will impact me in the long run. Um, my mother this past year was diagnosed with cancer, and oh, she's so better sorry. now. Okay, yeah, good, thank you. Good. It was it was for a while. It was a really kind of you know it's a shocking thing. Yeah, um, I, yeah. Um, my mother she went through the same thing. Oh, really? Um, very recently. So um, yeah, I'm yeah. glad that she's doing better though. Good. Yeah, my mine's, mine's doing better as well. But, Good. But yeah, it's yeah, I guess. So it you know how that is. Yes. Yeah, we're well, just like a, a part of the reason why I wanted to talk about it, this subject matter too, just because mm-hmm. like for me, self care is about having that core friendship group and knowing mm-hmm. that they'll be able to check in on you. Like just having someone text you like, "Hey, are you okay? How are totally. you doing today?" It. You have no idea that the the power of that just that simple text message, that simple phone call, mm-hmm. or you know, iMessage or whatever that um, a friend will send to you. And I have several friends who do, would do that for me, and I'm very grateful, very fortunate to have that. So totally, yeah. Um, we were talking about like just having supportive friends. That for me is definitely one of the big things for me as far as self care goes. Just making sure I'm surrounded by those kind of people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah so. Um, but yeah, um, as far as like triggers, Mm -hmm. there's any kind of like mental triggers or physical triggers that for you, like makes you want to like, if you have that needing to do yoga, is there any kind of like, or doing any kind of like thing to like self care or any kind of anxiety? Yeah. I think for me, I just know that when I tend to like, um, kind of overcommit to things mm. when I tend to have way too much on my plate, then immediately um, my tendency is to then neglect self care, you know, to kind of take myself off of my to do list when you should always like have yourself on your to do list, you know, you should always um, kind of keep whatever your self-care practice is um, at the top of your list regardless and, like, not ever mm-hmm. <laughs> been because then, you know, you blink your eyes and it's been four weeks and you're wondering why you feel even crazier, quote-unquote. You know, it's like that's why you weren't able to um, stay committed. And so for me, that's that's it for me. Like, a trigger is when I start to feel too busy. I'm like, whoa, I need to take a step back <laughs> and reassess. Do you ever have, like, triggers from technology that kind of just make you, like, you know, especially, like, with, like, these pieces of glass that always sit in our pockets or in front of our desks? Like, they're so powerful in a way that we can connect with people, but do you ever have moments where you just kind of have to, like, kind of step away and do you do anything particular? Like, do you turn them off? Do you, like, put them away on silent? Do you delete certain applications like yeah that's a really good question because obviously black girl and home does intersect a lot with technology we have instagram we have tumblr we have we're on all the social media sites and i deal a lot with that and so it's hard when you feel like it's such a part of you and like you have to do it but then it's like wait i need to disconnect so yeah i have totally um made conscious decisions um i was doing this for a while and i admittedly have to get back to it but in the morning i find it's really important 
mind to not immediately jump onto um, these little glass um, boxes, <laughs> like you called them, mm-hmm. our cell phones um, in particular, because that's my alarm clock. You know, it's what I exactly. it's what I wake up with. Mine too. So yeah, so like the habit. Usually, I don't know about you guys, but I sometimes will immediately just go to Instagram, email, mm-hmm. Facebook, and then before I even get out of bed, then I'm stressed about something, like <laughs> an email that I got, <laughs> yep. or like me needing to post something, and or there's just, just a notification in general. It's like oh god, oh god, yes. oh god. Yeah, because I was a so- I worked in social media for two, almost three years, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, just having that constant, you know, catching up, play catch up constantly on social media was something that I had a fight against. And fortunately, I mean, not fortunately, but like now I'm not in social media, and I've been able to have a healthier relationship with the mo- with the medium because for a while it was just me kind of chasing followers, you know, chasing, you know, making sure that I was on that hot, got the hot take or whatever was going on. Oh, God. You know, using, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I had to, like, I had to, had to say what was going on in my mind because if I didn't, you know, then I would lose a follower or I wouldn't gain the followers I needed or, like, you know, somebody, or I wasn't engaging. And it's, it's intense. Working so on your personal brand. God, yeah, brand. Which you know, I've resigned the, f- the fact that my brand is just terrible. So if you want, if you're into this, great. But like, my brand is mine, and it's not awesome. So, um, but it's um, it's uh, definitely something that I had to pull back from, and that was one of those methods of self care for me was just making sure that I didn't rely completely on that medium to be a point of validation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, I don't know, like, we. this is pretty timely because um, a few days ago, um, I had a bit of, like, an anxiety attack mm-hmm. um, just from stressing over a lot of things. Like, I actually have um, an anxiety disorder of mm-hmm. depression, anxiety. So I, I, aside from things like therapy and medication, I have to definitely take care of myself in, like, what I do in my time and dedicating, um, you know, time for myself and Mm -hmm. self-care. And I remember, like, I had to definitely pull away, um, even if it was just for a day, of Mm -hmm. just, like, all methods of social interaction, especially with all the news that has been happening with yeah, just right. the fact of being black in America. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and like, <laughs> I think you had posted something on Twitter about just how you were stressed. And I was like, I'm not going to interact with you on Twitter. I'm going to text you your phone. Right, right, right. I'm yes. like, hey, buddy, yeah. how are you doing? Are you OK? Do you want me to give you a drink? Do you want to like go for mm-hmm. a walk? Just any kind of interaction that yeah. seemed a little more personal than just like a quick tweet. But the I think thing that's that, key. Mindful yeah. interactions. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that's super interesting, though, is like, with these, as I like calling them, these glass boxes, <laughs> even though it's not necessarily the device itself, but it's what you're doing with the device. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I did like remove um, like those methods of, as I call passive input, um, I still ended up using um, an application on there um, called coach.me. I believe that's what it's called um, because they have um, guided meditation videos um, that I can follow. And then that actually helped me out to calm me down um, for methods of self-care. It's like, even though I removed all these methods from the same thing that gave me so much trouble, 
I then return back to this piece of technology to help me out. Absolutely. Like, I mean, I will find myself going down the YouTube rabbit hole a lot, especially at work. But some of the best videos I've ever seen are, like, especially plus size um, yoga videos for girls who, you know, who are my size and doing yoga positions because I felt like for a long time, I think that was another reason why it stopped going to yoga. It's not because I wasn't limber because I'm actually pretty limber (laughs) for my size, but I didn't really feel like they were catering to me Mm -hmm. at all. And I was just feel I was being marginalized a bit because I'm just, I'm not a size two. I'm just not, and I never will be. And I'm fine with that. But, um, going online and finding those communities like you were saying before it's how I continue to do yoga I just do it in my home and that's how I I usually start my day with like you know some yoga before I exercise just because that's how I that's how I got into yoga because I didn't know how to stretch properly (laughs) and so it's like I didn't want to you know exercise an elliptical for 30 minutes or whatever and and be achy for like nine days after because I didn't stretch properly which is what's happening so I figured this is counterintuitive I should probably (laughs) stretch so um but yeah self-care just making sure that um you find that community Mm -hmm. and um find a way to make sure that you put yourself first like I mean like they say on your your airplane you know make sure your mask is on first before you help anybody else Mm -hmm. that's how i live my life make sure i'm okay because you can't help anybody if you're okay Mm -hmm. i really like that really you never heard that before no that's like a thing that's like like a thing but that's how i live my life is making sure that like i can't be anybody else's support if i can't support me yeah that's especially what i've learned too because when, um, especially when you're working within like the wellness field, mm-hmm. um, like that's very much like a field where your energy is important and other people can pick up on your energy. So for example, like I have learned that as, as, as much as I can um, plan in advance before I know that I'm teaching a yoga class, I myself need to go to yoga. Otherwise I could arrive like stressed out. Someone could get my weird energy, you know, it's like you just have to make sure that you're in in a good space um, so that you can interact with other people in a way that's, you know, that's going to be a positive thing. Absolutely. Got to make sure that the, it's, you know, it's positive no matter Mm -hmm. what. Mm -hmm. And that self-care is not necessarily just, taking care of you too, but also making sure that if you want to take other care of people, you know, mm-hmm. you're doing okay. Yeah. So. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for joining yeah, us Oh my tonight. gosh, this is girl great. Totally. I learned so much, and I'm so excited about black girls who in OM. Like, I want to do that. Thank I want to be a part of that. Join. I want to be a goddess. You or, already are one. Well, I'm a goddess, but like, I want to be a goddess among other goddesses. <laughs> You will. Yay. Are there any places that we can uh, find you or Black Girl and Ohm? Totally. So Black Girl and Ohm um, has a presence on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. And we have a SoundCloud and a Spotify account, which a lot of people love our playlists. So check it out. I love playlists. (laughs) Oh, snap. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. (laughs) I'll send it to you, too, so you don't forget. Excellent. We'll make sure to link it in the show notes. Yes. And my personal Instagram handle is written by herself. Very nice. Well, thank you again, Lauren. This is awesome. Thank you. I had a lot of fun and find this to be super, super important conversation. So thank you. Thank you.
Open call time. Open call. Open call. Beep, 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 beep. 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 Open call time. <laughs> I'm so excited for open call. Like, especially because, like, holy moly, my open call is pretty great this week. And I'm going to just jump right in. So, because um, right. usually, because usually, like, what's your, what you're thinking this week? But yeah, but in. you don't think we should start with our guest? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. What about yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> Let's start that again. No, we super <laughs> south. No, it's okay. It's okay. No, it's no, okay. no. We're going to start that again. No, I love no, it. We're, no, we're keeping this in. <laughs> Everyone needs to know about you. Yeah. <laughs> about myself. We need to know <laughs> about your true feelings. <laughs> so, our special guest is not Cher. Lauren Ash. You are special, though, too, Cher. <laughs> uh, I'm special. <laughs> what are you digging this week? I am digging this new thing I'm trying out in my kitchen. (laughs) So quinoa. I love quinoa. I just started eating it like the past year. And there's all these awesome savory quinoa dishes that you can like make for breakfast. Have you had quinoa for breakfast? I have not. I have not. Only quinoa I've had for breakfast is like leftover quinoa. (laughs) From dinner? That I microwave for breakfast. Yes. So I made this amazing quinoa dish with my girlfriends yesterday for brunch. Um, It had red pepper, green pepper, mushrooms, onion, garlic, and I put some turkey bacon in there. And then you scrambled eggs and put it on top? What? It's delicious. (laughs) I can um, give the link for this dish because everybody needs to have it. Yes, yeah. I, 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 I want that. I kind of want it right now. <laughs> right? I'm, just like, I'm like, I can't even function. I don't even know what I even want to talk about for, open, uh, for yeah, my open I, call. I feel like my open-ended is, yeah. Open call is like, I, It's not a quinoa dish. It's not a quinoa dish. <laughs> Did you make it as an omelet or a scramble? Um, it was a scramble, yeah. Even better. Yep. You can make the eggs however you want, but I did scramble them, oh and it was God. so savory. I feel like I'd be so full. After that, because yeah. quinoa fills me up mm-hmm. so much. Yeah, it's like falafel with me. Like with um, I can't like falafel fills me up so much. I can never f- finish a falafel sandwich. It's mm. so delicious. So, yeah, quinoa has the same effect on me. Nice. <laughs> now, what are you digging? Oh this my week, gosh. Share? So no, I know this is a good one. <laughs> okay, so sorry to be all hyphy in the beginning of there, but um, there is this gentleman, this musician <laughs> whom I've adored for gosh, going on like four or five years. He's dope. He goes by the name of Thundercat. Um, he and Flying Lotus, you probably know Flying Lotus, but Thundercat and him have this label called Brain Feeder out of Los Angeles, and they've been putting out really great music for the past six, seven years. And Thundercat just released his newest EP this past Monday called The Beyond slash Where the Giants Roam. Kendrick Lamar album, Depend the Butterfly, 
he um, did the bass for a lot of those songs, and he's just a rad guy. He's part of the Black Hippie crew out there in Los Angeles, and he's continuously making really thought-provoking music. So um, there's one particular song called Them Changes, and it's choice, to say the least. Um, also, another person who's on that album is Kamizi Washington, who put out one of the best jazz albums this year, hands down. It's like a three-record album. So good. So good. So, yeah. Thundercat and Kamizi Washington are my call-outs this week. So, James, what are you feeling this week? So, what I've been feeling this week, um, I am just generally a newsletter fan of <laughs> I love newsletters especially email newsletters so the newsletter that I'm digging this week is that of Laura Helen Wins uh, she's an LA based designer and illustrator and photographer and generally awesome person and the reason why I'm digging her newsletter specifically is she's been tackling a lot of her battles as a freelancer. She's fairly, I, I want to say she might be fairly um, like a few years in, um, but she's been doing a series in uh, freelancing um, in these like very um, uh, um, vulnerable to, uh, style newsletters. Um, so it's been Candid. great. What'd you say? Candid. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been really helpful especially as someone who is just starting as a full-time freelancer to read stories of somebody else who has a lot more skin in the game. Um, so, yeah, the newsletter of Laura Helen Wynn is what I'm digging this week. Very nice. If you like what you heard on this last episode of the Open Ended Podcast, please give us a shout out on iTunes, either by rating us a five star so we can get higher in the charts or leaving a review. We really appreciate it. Until next time, keep things open-ended. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Can... How are you? I'm awesome. Good. How Glad to hear that. Fantastic. Oh, <laughs> I'm trying yes. to use the word outstanding more. Oh, outstanding. That's good. Because I'm like, instead of saying like awesome or rad, I'm like, I'm going to use outstanding. Yeah. What about supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? That did I even say it right? <laughs> I think you did. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, what blah. Is it? <laughs> blah.